Oh, it's your favorite time of the week. All your work is done, and it's time to relax. So come, grab some friends, and let's get lit and join the rotation. You are now in the rotation with Suncoast Normal. We are your host, your Suncoast Normal Executive Board, and we say it's time to legalize it. I just blew out uh, an extra in, ear, eardrum. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's oh yeah, the, we the just, show we, started. The show started. Okay, then get get the titles ready because it is time. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. Okay. Go. In Ebor City, where it all began, at, coming from one seven one four West Seventh Street in Ebor City. That's our address. <laughs> it's time to jump. Hey, into the rotation. Oh, it didn't work. Hold on. I see. Well, that was smooth as shit. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, Gary. It's like we got to embrace this shit, man. We're not the experts here, okay? We're we're grassroots. We're normal. We're here to get shit done. We can hit the. T- I got better connections on the cords now. So really, yeah, we can hit the table now. Okay, because no. I did this bit because I, I thought maybe you would you would jump off. Yeah. Well, it it, it is uh, not only Sunday like it usually is on Sunday, but it's also Halloween. And I'm guessing you have your your uh, costume ready. You're you're going once again as a stoner. I fucking left it in the car. That's that's oh. where my costume is. Oh, I thought that, uh, that this was your costume. I was a Jedi. I'm a Jedi. I can go get it if you like uh, want to talk by yourself for a little a, while. A stoner Jedi. That is so cool. No, no. Just because, like, it's so, like, like, let me, let me, let me give you an example, right? If you were wearing a costume, yeah. right, and like, say, whatever, you were a Jedi, right? Yeah. Would you be a Jew Jedi if you were wearing a Jedi costume? No, you'd just be a Jedi because it's Halloween and you can be whatever you want to be. It doesn't transfer. I'm not a Cuban Jedi or a, or a stoner Jedi. I'm just a stoner wearing a Jedi costume, man. Well, in that case, I officially am a Judai. <laughs> One of my favorite sandwiches is the Juban, where it's like a Cuban sandwich with pastrami in it. Yeah. So good. Ex- excellent. With uh, either sauerkraut or coleslaw, depending on which state you're in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, this year I'm going as a 65-year-old uh, cannabis advocate who's much, much younger than his age. Yeah. You are, you are very old. Not necessarily. What do you mean? Age is a state of mind. Nah, bullshit. Age is a number, right? And you've got a lot of those numbers. And I've got, you know, I've got some of those numbers. But 666 is number two. Yeah, that's the mark of the beast. And uh, our executive director here, uh, Chris Kano, he is going as uh, legalization. Because we can't see him and we have no idea when he's going to get here. But actually, he's not going to come today because he's not feeling well. So we put out a kudos to uh, for Chris for striking it out there on, above the beltway, working on the uh, national federal legalization, which, like I say, is not here yet, and we have no idea when it's going to be That's here. what it's going to be today, guys. No cano. It's just going to be me and Gary talking it out about weed. Abs- absolutely. That's it. You know, you, wanted, you chose the title today, Brickweed, Stank Weed, and Boof Weed. I haven't even introduced us yet. Oh, that, well, whatever. I'm Gary Stein, your political director here at did. Suncoast Normal, and this is my co-host, Carlos. Don't call me Pedro. That's a Mexican name, Ermida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I throw that in there just for the heck of it. My name's Carlos, not Pedro. That's right. Yeah. Well, it, it, it could be. I, I mean, don't, you're, you're going down a dangerous road, it's Gary. A, it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's a Halloween thing. <laughs> so you have a t-shirt that says vote for, I'm, vote for Carlos? I'm surprised instead of brick weed, you didn't say Mexican weed. Well, actually, that is basically where it came from. I mean, we have had some pretty scary stuff thrown at us over the last couple decades, in part because of the illegal nature of it. Uh, we had folks who just didn't have any competition on the corner, so whatever they had is whatever we got. You know, you ask the guy in the corner what strains he has today. He says, what I have today is what I got, and if you want it, you can have it. If not, don't buy it. 
That's basically the attitude. It's like I got green stuff with hairs on it, with purple hairs. And a picture of Snoop Dogg on the on the outside of the uh, film canister that I'm going to give you, is, which is has about that... two grams in it, but I'm going to call it an eighth. Oh, I thought we were talking about like shit like back in the day. Like, back in the day, absolutely. When we, I started smoking weed, it was just like a fucking Ziploc bag. And, and like, how much would... was your first ounce? A hundred bucks. Okay. Back in 1976, my first ounce was 16. Dollars? Dollars. Dollars. <laughs> and, and so was our, my credit factor. There were $16 a credit hour, too. It's so like, these things just don't exist anymore. Man, I remember when a dime bag cost a dime. <sighs> but we digress. <laughs> you, cool, you cool as hell, mister. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I should mention that because uh, this is Halloween today. One of the biggest myths that come through on every single Halloween is the fact that there will be stoners on your block giving out gummies to all the kitties who come by to get candy. So instead of getting runts, they get the stoner runts or whatever Wait, else. What, what are you talking about? You, you actually believe <laughs> instead of sour patch out, kids, you have stoner patch kids. You, huh? you hand out. You believe people hand out weed for Halloween? I do not. That is just the myth. I, is that? I thought you. you that's what you said. You know, our our, our good friend uh, Brett Puffenbarger, who used to be our, our manager management uh, director, put it very succinctly yesterday in, in a post. He said, "We don't love your kids enough to give them our cannabis," <laughs> which is basically true. Nobody's going to give out a twenty dollar bag of uh, gummies, one gummy at a time, to anybody if it's their medicine. Why would they want to give it out? It's expensive. It is. It is. If you go into the, I mean, I, so in Ebor here, we have this like Saturday morning thing where we give out um, candy to the kids. And there's a few jokes about whether or not there was weed in our candy, but we always participate in that shit. And that's the thing. I like have to buy like a thousand pieces of candy for that, you know, <laughs> like there's a thousand kids that come by. Yep. There's kids, you know, like that, like, you, you know, you tell them to take a piece and they put their whole hand in the bowl and they take out a whole handful and then they run. And they're like, hey, man, you're only supposed to take a piece of candy. No, well, Go ahead. what if they took weed candy? That's yeah. like fucking five hundred dollars. Then you run after them, you grab them by the neck and you drag them back into where you where you are. Take the stuff away from them and beat the crap out of them, and put them back on the street. A Suncoast normal does not condone the beating of children. No, not at all. These are Gary's not thoughts on by himself and not the, the views of the organization. <laughs> now, I, I should say there was, it was, there was a young lady in New Jersey uh, last year who uh, supposedly had accidentally started passing out uh, these little packs of, uh, of gummies that she'd gotten from California because somehow they got mixed up in the bowl, but probably because she was not paying attention. But as soon as she did find out, she actually chased the kids down and grabbed it out of their bowl, their packages, and she got every one of them. Okay. God, God bless her for being diligent, but uh, lady, that was such a stupid move. Well, Gary, there was an article that actually came out in the New York Times about the topic, right? Came out like a couple of days ago. Ah. Right. And uh, got it pulled up over here. And uh, this is exactly what this gentleman is saying is that there's a long legacy of people hurting kids in Halloween. Yeah. Right. So the the apple with the razor blade. That was in my day. We had the apple with the razor blade, and, and don't eat anything that's not wrapped, especially those popcorn balls, because you never know who's gonna, what they're going to put inside the middle of a popcorn ball. I hear the the wire and the Twizzler. Yeah, the wire and the Twizzler is a good one. Yeah. That's a concern, right? You know, there's things. There's people out there trying to fucking do harmful shit. Here's the thing. They don't have a lot of money. <laughs> so typically, those guys are not a big concern when they're trying to dose your kids with weed. Honestly. It, 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 I have a controversial opinion here. If somebody gives my kid a weed edible and they eat it, I mean, I might have to thank them. Interesting. That an interesting, interesting that's an interesting point. Isn't I it? do remember when we used to have to, that they, they had these folks who had these fluoroscopes, and you could have your your bag of Halloween candy x rayed before you bring it home to make sure there's no razor blades, wires, or uh, you know, prophylactics in there. Pro that was that was that was I think it was a comedy show. I think it was Everybody Loves Raymond, where the father uh, saw a bunch of those gold coin condoms in the guy's drawer. So since they ran out of candy, he started passing those out to the kids. Yeah, that, I remember in Coneheads when like he thought it was chewing gum, and then he blew a <laughs> bubble with the condom out of his mouth. That's so cute. <laughs> but uh, all kidding aside, 
you're not going to find any gummies on the street. And now there was an MMTC whose name I'm not going to mention because we don't give out free advertising in this place. But uh, their marketing this last week said, trick or treat yourself to our gummies. Buy three for the pri- for a price of one or whatever it was. Bad, bad marketing. Slap your hand, slap your face, put your kids in the basement. Whatever. That's that's questionable. Questionable because they're not saying the word trick or treat should never even be in a in a cannabis ad. They're not saying give our gummies to your kids. Mm. They're saying it's Halloween and we want to give you a deal. Well, we're trying to get rid of the damn myth. That's the problem. Maybe it's time we embrace uh, uh, Halloween and cannabis culture. And show and educate people that we're not just dosing kids with marijuana. I mean, we're we're talking about eventually getting legalization here. I say we rename Halloween to Halloween. That would be an excellent. Didn't we once have a Halloween party a couple years ago? Make it about the kids. Make it about cool costumes. And you went as a monk that year, I think. I went as a monk last night, but I wore this (laughs) green shirt and. Yeah, and Franciscan me look like and Benedictine. <laughs> Were you Franciscan or Benedictine? Uh, it's, it's totally uh, different costumes. It, it, it's Augustinian, but anyways, um, <laughs> they had the right hairline for that. Then. So, <laughs> oh God, we're such now, nerds. I did promise my kids this year that I was not going to carve a political pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, maybe five, six years ago, I did Voldemort. Uh, didn't work out that well. It looked too much like Rick Scott. And the kids would not come up to the door. They were too scared. I think we should start Halloween and we we make all the costumes weed thing. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense. Cheech and Chong, the bag of weed. So did you put Cheech Uh, and Chong on on your your pumpkin this year? Well, well, I mean, no, I don't carve pumpkins. That would be a good way for the kids to avoid. The parents would yank them away from the door if you had Cheech and Chong on your pumpkin. I'm just thinking, right, that we fucking blow out Halloween, man. Well, I think it's making it about weed, bro. We're working on normalization. That's our job, right? right? Like, yeah, we got to normalize things. We're fucking up. We should have done a Halloween party. I mean, there. Me and my waffle while I talk to you. There, there is. All sorts of, uh, of uh, outfits out there with, uh, with with canvas leaves on there, everything from socks to shoes to to dresses to hats and and the occasional tattoo, right? Mm-hmm. And just keep, keep on putting it out there. I mean, I have this fantastic pin right here. I got it because I became a part of Suncoast Normal, and they gave me a whole bunch of these pins to make everybody else you know do. And I, I have this with me at the supermarket. People ask me, "What is that on your lapel?" Mm. And I say, is there some dirt on there? And I said, no, 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 that leaf. I said, oh, yeah, I'm Canadian. It's a, it's a, it's a maple leaf. And they, most people don't believe me. But. Uh, I should tell them it's a weed leaf. <laughs> and for those people who do think it's a, it's a maple leaf, I can't help you guys. I just can't help you guys. That's all there is to it. We got to educate them, man. We got to help them. We do have to educate. That's our job as activists. We got to stop this brick weed. We need only, I mean, is skank weed bad weed? Yeah, skank weed is bad weed. That's that's, that's the stuff we used to get that uh, was all dried up and uh, mm. the, 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 the the trichomes were were broken, whatever, and it tasted like like yuhimbe bark and, and catnip put together. Hmm. And and that that was out there too because because they there was no uh, standards amongst a lot of people in regards to what what product you put out. And because there was no competition, no free market capitalism that allows for increase in, in quality, increase in, in quantity, and lowering of prices, which we don't even have in Florida yet either, but we're getting closer there, right? I was about to say it sounds like Florida's uh, dispensary weed. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we do have a number of dispensaries who uh, don't put out the best. In fact, uh, Nikki Freed was, was at uh, one of these uh, Tiger Bay things a couple of weeks ago. And she, and she told the audience that the product here in Florida is subpar. Mm. That's, just, that's a nice way of saying that it could be a lot Shit. better. Now, you've, you've been around the world practically, or at least the United States, and you've, you, you've sampled various products across the country. How does Florida uh, rank in there? How do, they, how do they stand up to that? Well, not good, Gary. <laughs> not <laughs> do, good. do tell. Elucidate. Well, I mean – Let's look at it. Elucidate. Let's look at it from a statistical standpoint. Okay, statistical. How many licenses are there in Florida currently? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. How many cannabis companies are there in the United States? (laughs) 
Hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds and hundreds, yes. Okay, so there's a say, let's just go ahead and pick a number. 500. Okay, 500. There's 500 cannabis companies. 545.4. Don't me on that because I'm just grabbing a number out of the fucking ass. Florida has a 22 <laughs> in 500 chance yep. of being the best. <laughs> so you're saying that we're, we're, we're in the bottom... Um, well, we're kind four percent, and and not to mention those twenty two people. They they've got a lot of stress on their heads because like they got to do everything. Yeah. So and I mean, granted, they have a lot of money and they take advantage of us, but they still got to do everything. Well, here's the thing: there are verticals across the country that do far better than the verticals here in Florida. And I give credit to anybody who can try to do a, a vertical because of that. It is not easy. It is hard especially when you can't hire people from the legacy market who are absolutely perfect and knowledgeable in, in cultivation and things of that sort because of uh, old records of some kind. And, yeah, they, they got arrested. But there are people out there who have created verticals who have found experts in every single line before they came in, and they put it together, took their time, and they have a great vertical which, acts, which is able to do the, uh, the pheno hunting as well as the... Uh, all the seed to sale items in regards to processing and packaging and you name it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're scaring the customers now. <laughs> Somebody's scared of dogs. Come here, baby. Come here. <sighs> Sorry, <laughs> we 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 had a dog. Uh, kind of uh, say hi to one of the customers. We didn't expect the dog to come up. There. Hey, down. Sorry. This is, this is, <laughs> we're semi-professionals. Don't hey. try this at home. But the verticals here in Florida, again, because of the fact we have a lack of competition, oftentimes that gives them a sense of security that if a product comes out subpar, it's okay. They even kind of figure out what temperature do I have to burn off the uh, to cook the cannabis as we're processing it to get rid of all those nice little spider web meat. Uh, Spider mite webs, that kind of thing. One thing about that's good about Florida companies that I will say is their their ability to embrace uh, full extract cannabis oil. Yep. Um, because a lot of that's offered in a lot of places here in Florida. One thing that's bad is exactly what you're saying, man. Um, we we I recently took a, a a small trip to Colorado and I visited a few places out there, and I fucking got some good fucking concentrates, dude. Um, garlic's breath. Ah, people in Florida, a lot of people in Florida have not heard of it. If you're, if you're watching right now and you heard of garlic's breath, make a comment. I'm willing to bet that most of you won't make a comment. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there, uh, is that a hybrid of, of grandpa's, I have grandpa's breath? No idea. Isn't that a terrible name for a strain? Grand, grandpa's breath. I think, I think garlic breath is also equally as bad. But maybe you're just offended because, like, you're are you a grandpa? You're a grandpa, right? I am not. You, are, you, you're close, right? Almost. Uh, not according to my daughters, no. Oh, okay. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> Look, finally, somebody commented squared grouper. I was waiting for that. There you go. Yeah. No, it's just square group or not squared, but it's because it's not a mathematical formula. Oh, but it, but they do exist and they do fl they still wash up on Florida shores all the time. Grouper squared even, even to is this day. truly pot dog water. <laughs> now let's not just, oh, hey, let, let's, hey, let's not get pejorative here. We got to watch out for pejorativeness. Oh, but we we do have product out there that could be better. And I'm saying every single one of the the MMTCs we have in Florida could be doing better if they had a greater sense of pride in their product and not just in the amount of profit they get. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't good products out there. There most likely are, uh, but you don't see them automatically. And you, you, you're more likely to come across one that is either, well, I can't say it's necessarily brickweed, but possibly skankweed and definitely boof. Oh, my. Are you saying skank or stink? Skank. Skank? Yes. Like skunkweed is actually not a terrible thing because every once in a while you smell a skunk, and then on the second sniff, you say, that's not skunk, that's skank, that's dank. I, I would highly suggest you don't say skank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell you what. Well, let's just skip the whole brickweed. I think that since a lot of these companies uh, were, were brought here because the way that, that Governor Scott and his, and his group put it together, we should call it rickweed. 
All right. How about that? All right, cool, cool. Rickweed. So, all the old oh, nasty stuff from in Florida is so, officially Rickweed. So, so wait, so what? Okay, so and now, so now we gotta figure what 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 to do about the the sand. We were saying this cor- corporate proof equals shitty dispensary weed. So now now we gotta add to this. <laughs> yes, Rickweed. Uh, okay, nasty <laughs> stuff from from dispensaries who got their license during the uh, the realm of uh, Rick. Rick Weed. Rick Rick Scott. How about weed. that? All right, all right. How's this? Wait, where'd it go? The good news for you guys out there is there is an immense room for improvement. How's that? So you can go in any direction and it would be, it would be an improvement. So that's, that, that is to your advantage. You've got a great substrate to work off of to make, to make it better. What do you think? Uh, I was reading Benjamin Horboy's comments. Hey, Benji, how you doing? And he's like basically saying we need a strong guy running for ag commissioner. Yeah, and and any anybody we know, Benji, that that uh, I'm sorry, Benjamin, Benny, uh, Benito. Hey, hey, Benny, <laughs> Benny boy, Benny. I when I knew him, he, he, was, he was he was Benito, but this guy's a political animal, and uh, he he gets himself out there and he puts his neck on the line. So oh. you you are appreciated, dude. He goes around the state. Oh, I know this guy talking about yeah. throwing okay. seeds out and just growing things in the in the forests and fields, that kind of thing. I've met him a few times in Tallahassee. There you go, but, and, he, and he's been around here too. He, in would, South he wouldn't mind my making fun of it. Benito. Hey, yeah, oh yeah, that works out well. Yeah, <laughs> awkward, but. Uh, also, the, the situation was people were fighting regulations and they were trying to get around the regulations. And so they were using insecticides that weren't exactly ap- approved by coming up with new ones that weren't on the list, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And uh, it's, you have to have the patient in mind, the customer in mind, the end user in mind. I mean, that is really what, what, what makes a company good. And the fact that if you take care of the customer, the customer will take care of you. Isn't that basically the whole nature of the, of the free market? Basically, yeah. So embrace it. Embrace capitalism and all of its greatness. We're not going to see socialism in, in cannabis, so don't worry about that. They don't even grow anything in Venezuela. I don't think. They, they, I think they have plants here. <laughs> they, they do have plants, but a, a good majority of some of the best stuff is still coming out of Colombia, believe it or not. And oh, shit. Oh, your, your thing. Oh, my thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. is, it, is it time for that already? It, it's, it's, uh, ben, uh, Gary, your idea about Venezuela is so clear to me. I'm not even going to try anymore. Okay, that's, no, that's good. That's good. And I've decided that every one of these pieces is going to be brought up with, with the same expression. Let's be clear about this. How about that? This Sound is, good? Okay. Let, this let, is so, so clear. Let, let's be clear. Like last there's, week, there's, it's, uh, I, things are just so clear to me now. <laughs> let's, let's be clear. There's not enough licenses in Florida. Plain and simple. That's what we've been, we've been kind of segueing into the segment here. Because if they, it was, if there was more licenses, there'd be more variety, more competition, and again, improved quality, improved quantity, and in, and lower prices for those people who who are really getting hit hard. And we do have some dispensaries coming online that are not here yet, who who could be possibly waiting for uh, adult use to hit before they actually hit the streets. But they have a high quality. Of, I can I can name cookies because they're not here yet, and Jungle Boys because they're not here yet. And they have a high quality product, and their mids are our are, are, are top tier, mm-hmm. as, as far as that's concerned. But you are going to pay for it at this point in time because without a uh, a system in place that kind of gets that price down, you're going to see eighty dollars an eighth. It's funny because uh, a lot of people look at like uh, no, I'm not talking shit about cookies or burner or anything like that. No. But a lot of people look at that Love stuff. Love burner. I, I'm pretty sure. People in in LA look at cookies as like, oh, that's that corporate booth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're they're looking at the the underground 
underground organic guys that like you know people you know people who who live in las vegas they don't necessarily shop at planet 13 they go to places like reef yeah which is a little bit less commercial <laughs> and right across the street from planet 13 and it's open 24 hours <laughs> it's open 24 hours but but i mean that's just an example like that's how bad florida is like we only got walmart here yeah well you know <laughs> um, like we're we're we only got Walmart here, and we're like so excited for Target to come. Yeah, you know See, what I mean. And 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 Adam Beerman promised us the Apple Store of, of cannabis. I haven't seen that either. Hi everybody, that's such a cliche business term. Yeah, Adam Beerman. Adam Beerman was just like the cliche businessman. I'm sorry, I saw that shit. Like, uh, I, my MBA senses were tingling as soon as I heard him talk. Like. I saw that shit a mile away. Like he just used all the 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 business of selling business terms like innovation. And he, he's and being sued right now by his, his investors for being reckless with their money. Yeah. And, yeah. and his CFO is currently on trial right now and, and putting out there that he was just you know doing Adam's bidding. Whoa, and, whoa, that's, and all what, that that's what I'm saying. Like he was get, putting on a show. He was putting on a show because he was doing all that shit in the background. Yeah. You know? But as far as Florida is concerned and the licenses, we have been waiting for these licenses for quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. In 2017, when the bill came out, they, they talked about four new licenses for every 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. And then they, they started not being able to give out the, the licenses that time. Eventually. Is that, is that a, 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 I'm a, just saying you hit the spot with that one, Gary. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but the, the point is we've been waiting for a very, very long time. And one of the licenses in particular was the, the Pigford license, which was originally yes. set up in the law so we'd have at least one minority millionaire amongst all the other people who have licenses, which to me is not exactly social equity. Uh, and to me, that, that, that is more tokenism. I know that is a bad word, but I do think that just having one minority license is not right. I, Plain I, and simple. I commend you for using that word because, I mean, I, I, it's, I, it is a bad word, but it's bad on them for, for putting that in place. It's 100% tokenism. It's saying we're not racist because we got a black friend. Mm. You know? Well, this last week, the OMMU put out a, uh, a statement that they are planning on getting another 10 licenses uh, awarded in the summer of 2022. And then they're going to give out another uh, 12 licenses to catch up uh, in December of 2022. And they also mentioned the fact that the OMU is asking for $13 million in operating funds so they can expand their, 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 uh, their department and be able to process at least 150 or so applications for each of those two five day rounds. And, uh, a lot of people were saying, oh, finally, we're going to get more licenses. Finally, we're going to start putting out applications, right? I would hold off on that. Because one of the things they said back in July was that they are not going to give out any license until they give out the Pigford license first. That one minority millionaire license is got first. But there's problems with that. First off, in the rules that they published, the people who are applying for the one license for people of color has double the uh, application fee, it was 100, $142,000, rather, as opposed to 60000 that everybody else uh, put out for the, all the other 22 licenses that are out there. Crazy. Even, even those that, that are currently billion-dollar businesses and that they have to actually pay twice. And so already uh, our agriculture uh, commissioner, Nikki Fried, has asked for an investigation as to why that is. I'm sure that they're, they're going to be talking about, well, it's because we have operational costs in regards to doing these applications and things of that sort, which is why they're asking for $13 million. Now, here's why I don't think we're going to get applications done in that, at that particular time frame. First off, the Pigford license, is, the whole process is being challenged. There are other lawsuits that say, state that they, they did not include indigenous people. There's a gentleman by the name of Tingle up there on the, the panhandle who has a lawsuit which is now three years old or so, and it's still out there. It's still against the Pigford license being released. And so they're probably going to use that as an, as an excuse. But also, they're saying they need $13 million. Well, $13 million has to be put into the budget. And the budget is not approved until the end of session. And then it usually comes into play on July 1st, which is the beginning of the state fiscal year. 
So how are they going to be giving out 10 licenses when the money that they need to go ahead and process the applications won't come to them until the time that they already claim that the license is going to be given out? There's, there's, something, there's issues there, what they have, that, that really shows me clues that we're not going to get those licenses right away. They, are, they have been pressured to, to get those licenses out. Well, I don't see why, just because of the fact that they're four years behind. But uh, that is what they, they offered up, saying, <clears throat> we believe that we'll be giving out licenses on, uh, on the, the summer of 2022. It kind of reminds me of when all those tobacco executives lined up in, in uh, Washington, D.C., and each one of them had to say into the microphone, I do not believe that, can, that, that, uh, that nicotine is addictive, which is a double-edged sword. Just because they believe it doesn't make it true. And that's why they use that expression. They so, did not say we know that nicotine is not addictive or we don't, we, we don't think that nicotine is addictive. They say we believe that it's not addictive. So, Gary, let me give you my opinion on this whole thing. Not, oh, not that you asked, but... Oh, hold on a second. Carlos, <laughs> give me your opinion on this thing. Gary, thank you for asking. You have my opinion. So, um, I, you know, hearing about this whole thing, right, I, I was under the opinion that they were going to give out licenses, but they were only going to give it to those who applied in 2014 <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> there, were actually, so, there was actually, actually like two or three left out of the 28 applicants that have not gotten a license. There's, Oh, really? Uh, one, so they, they of, have to do more applicants. You, you know Kim Edwards, right? Yeah. Yeah. Crapaflora. Her application never got put through. Really? I believe that she was like five minutes late turning it in, and uh, they just didn't give her that thing. And we actually had people who got dispensaries who weren't even qualified to even apply, which is the reason why the whole process became a dumpster fire, and they ended up giving out <laughs> most of those by through via the judge. We even got FBI investigations on the people that won the, the applications. Isn't that amazing? On how they manipulated our political system. Which is another reason why I don't think that we're going to get federal <laughs> legalization anytime soon because we still have a, a attitude in D.C. which is still not moving forward fast enough and broad enough and wide enough to get this thing happening. Uh-huh. I mean, we're, we're getting close. We, did, we just have to change a couple other uh, players up there in uh, not only Washington, D.C., but also Tallahassee because we have a lot of guys who are definitely dead set against it, one of which person, of course, is the Speaker of the House, which is not a good thing because of the fact that he has to approve all the bills on the House side to be, when they're filed. And he might go through the various committees like, like Health and Human Services, things of that sort, but he still needs to move it, move it forward because very much the House – is pretty much a, uh, a top-down approach, kind of like the, uh, the military. Wherever, wherever orders come from on the top, automatically go straight down to the bottom. And there's no questioning. There's no, there's no questioning those orders. Well, I mean, we're just fucked, man. Nah, we're not. We, we got to give up hope. Well, we, we, I, you know, I really like, at, at one point, I want to open up a fucking dispensary, man. This whole thing is getting fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm going to be fucking 80 years old when I can open up a dispensary in, in Florida. I should have never left Cali. I don't think you'll be that old. Neither I, will I at that point I in time. Gonna be- it, it will happen before that, but it does take a change in leadership because if you have certain folks whose mindset cannot be changed, then we have to change them out. Now, I'm not saying to be a single-issue voter and strictly vote just on how cannabis gets handled in the, in the state of Florida. I don't think that single-issue voting is necessarily a good thing because you're not being having a broad enough scope in your thoughts. Somebody could be very highly pro-cannabis and could be the most vile person you ever met in your life, and I'm not talking about Representative Sabatini, but I'm thinking about him. <laughs> Sabatini, who's Sabatini? Uh, he, he's a representative over there in uh, what Howie in the Hills, out there in uh, in, in Polk County, mm-hmm. and uh, he he, uh, he he was uh, it was way in the background, way in the front of rather suing folks for having mask mandates and, and oh, really? all that. Even when we didn't even have the vaccine yet, and mm-hmm. that's all we had was social distancing, and that's all we had was masks. Yeah. But I, I, I digress. My background's in public health, guys. I'm sorry, I can't stop sliding back to that, but I do know the facts. I do know the truth. And without, once you push all that misinformation aside, we do have issues that we do out of correct here. And a lot of folks are going in the wrong direction, including our current Surgeon General, who is in that same group of that lady who believed that uh, endometriosis well, is caused by uh, wait, being uh, uh, having sex in your sleep with a, with a demon. I might be able to find it, but we had a comment earlier about Ag Commissioner. Oh, from uh, Benito. 
Mm. Right. And I want to go back to this comment because I mean, so Nikki's running for governor. Yep. And I'm all for Nikki Freed becoming governor. But um, here's the thing. Uh, being in the hemp business, uh, I just kind of had like a, an epiphany. If Nikki Freed doesn't legalize cannabis in the state of Florida. Right. And um, they get a Republican in her office now. Hemp business is fucked. If I can't turn Chillum into a marijuana dispensary, I don't know what I'm going to do. But we have the USDA laws in place that, you, that, uh, in regards to hemp farming and things of that sort. And our particular hemp bill was based on those rules and regulations, and it was approved by the federal government. So how much, can he, how much could a Republican go in there and change those particular rules? I don't know. They can make my life fucking difficult. Oh, you mean kind of like Texas? They can make it like like uh, like Texas ban D eight, right? Yep. Well, I mean, I could. Ser- I think. And, I could and Louisiana serve- did the exactly the opposite, which is go figure. They're right next door to each other. I'm they have the same taco trucks. Pretty sure that I could survive still off of selling glass and CBD, right? But you got some wicked glass here. <laughs> wicked glass, dude. Uh- <laughs> But but man, it would really suck if I if I had to stop selling hemp altogether, or or if like the price of my license, like they took a cue from they took a cue from the marijuana industry, made mm-hmm. the price of a hemp license like a, a million dollars, thirteen million dollars to apply to sell CBD in the state of Florida. Now I should say that there is a bill that's currently in the works right now. I'm not going to go into who's who's filing it because it hasn't been filed yet. But suffice to say, it, it is a, a Democrat and a Republican that are working together on this bill in part to loosen regulations to get us closer towards adult use but not quite get there. And one of the things that's in that bill, along with uh, free cards for, for veterans, other good things like that, is a law that you cannot imbibe in any hemp product in public. Well, that's okay. Um, well, the, the issue they have right now is that they can't tell the difference between what is, what is hemp and what is – what is uh, medical cannabis? And so, I, if, if they eliminate it all, then therefore they don't have to worry about that because that is the reason why hemp, why flour, was originally banned in the original law because they figured they, they they would have to make certain that if anybody's smoking anything, they can automatically arrest them. I want I want to give you uh, uh, a, a homework assignment um, for next week, Gary. A homework assignment. Yeah, we had one of those in a while. I want you to look at the the way the verbiage works for uh, when they they pass smoking marijuana verbiage in our yes. in our, in our medical system. Mm-hmm. I remember there being something in there about not being able to smoke hemp flower in public. Believe it or not. Uh, no, they, I don't think the hemp flower was was in there yet because hemp had had been fully uh, legalized uh, as in CBD from hemp. Yeah, via the uh, the Farm Bill of 2018, because that was written in 2017. I, I'm pretty sure they put something in there saying that you can't smoke CBD flower in public. I'm sorry, 2019. But I, I, I will check on that. I will All check right. on that. And, and tell me tell me what it says, because I've been telling people that, that that says you can't smoke hemp flower in public for ages. And the other reason that I'm not too thrilled with that bill is it looks like a platform to stick a, uh, a THC cap on. Oh, why would you say that? Is it because a person that you won't name has tried to make 10% caps? And yeah, because one of the people involved before? in that bill happens to be the one who did it last year. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to say whose name it is because I'm not going to give them that kind of free advertising. You know, we fumigated for cockroaches here. Cockroaches? In, in, my, uh, in the shop Cucarachas. Cucarachas. Roaches, if you will. Now, do you know the actual origin of the word roach? I think I already told you this story, right? What? Okay. Tell me. <laughs> Pancho's via man, the various peasants in Mexico uh, back at the uh, end of the 19th century, early beginning of the, of the century, uh, they, they did a lot of work on foot, and they would off, often march from one place to the next, and they didn't have any rolling papers. Uh-huh. So what they would often find is discarded tobacco, uh, discarded cigars. They would scoop out what was left of the tobacco, roll, uh, pull apart the, uh, the leaf, and then roll it up in, in the canvas that they had brought with them. And it was, it was oval. And it was brown. It was about a, maybe an inch, inch and a half. And it looked just like a, a, a cucaracha. Oh, yeah? So they, they called them roaches. That's a neat story. And that is one of, one of the uh, stories behind the traditional story, the traditional song, La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha.
Yeah, what that is it? shit is I'm fake. Not, I'm not talking about Mark Cuban, okay? Cubans aren't real; they're just Puerto Ricans. Uh, dude. <laughs> it's, it's not, no, that's a media noche. That's different. That, that's got a, it's got an egg bread, so you can't you can't call it the same thing. But you know, you know that there's one edible I have not seen in the market over here in Florida. What? I'm looking forward to drinks. Oh, really? Now the question is, how? What, what form is it going to take in, in the state of Florida? Well, we we just got edibles, didn't we? Yeah, pretty we, much so. It's been a while, but yeah, we we pretty much just have them now for about almost a year now. And, and we're so scared that we're gonna market edibles to kids that we don't even call our gummies gummies. We call them like weird shit, like lozenges, lo, lozenges and stuff. All right. So, what would we call an infused cannabis drink? Uh. <laughs> Sippy cups. I, I can tell you for one thing, any packaging that anybody has anywhere in the country, if they bring it over here and they get a contract with one of the MMTCs, are going to have to change their packaging because we have very strict packaging rules here in the state of Florida. It has to be opaque white packaging with, with black lettering, and it makes everything look boring, but the whole thing is they don't want anybody to be catering to kids, and so therefore they created this uh, generic way of, of, of packaging things. Uh-huh. And I would think that in regards to... Uh, Cannabis drinks, if they put out, say, for instance, a 16-ounce bottle that's that's got 100 milligrams in it, you think that the legislature is going to block it because they think that people are going to take that bottle and then just start pouring shots for everybody at the table? I That's the thing. I think we should market our cannabis drinks the way we market alcohol, like with sexy girls and good times and stuff like that. Well, they can be actually behind the counter, you know, but they can't be on the package. That's That's the important thing. And as far as the, the size is concerned, I think we, we, we could figure out a way to handle that. Right now in Florida, all we have as far as drinks are concerned are these uh, soluble tinctures. Uh-huh. I know that uh, Cure Leaf has one that with several different flavors. I've tried several different flavors. They all taste the same to me, and those flavors are not good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm being as nice as possible. By the way, Carlos is going to be doing a uh, product uh <clears throat> A, a, a product review uh, t- a section. We just haven't figured out a good name for it yet, right? I'm doing a product review section? Yeah, that's what we talked about. Uh, shit, I'm not prepared for it. Not today, not today. I'm talking about in the future so people can, can say, hey, I can't wait for Carlos's product reviews. All right, I'm prepared. And and know that any product review here is not a promotion of any particular product, and, and then we have not received any money in the promotion of this product. We just happen to mention it on no, air. No, bullshit. Chillum's giving this show money. We're promoting Chillum. <laughs> there you go. And, and, and if Carlos gives a bad review for a product, what's going to happen? Will hell freeze over? Well, uh, Are you only going to re- review good products? I could I could pick products that I I think are bad. Um, That's good because if, if, your, if your product scale goes from one to good and to five, which is fantastic – that's a, that's not a very good ven- that's uh, the thing is like i don't it's not really, a good likert scale i don't really have anything that i think is bad <laughs> so like <laughs> i mean if there's like some shit that i dislike i mean i guess i could buy it somewhere else and, and you could talk, talk about it one. say this is a product we don't have it at, at Trillum because i tried this I'm not and it's boof yeah yeah where's, or it's skanky where's my, my or it's buddy. basically rickweed in hemp form next week i should have a new mix mixer board that has the capability of doing uh um sound effects by the way oh absolutely yeah so you so uh you want to do like a a creaking door or a scream or a howl right now close enough i could do all the sound effects before we get it you just got to tell me what to do (laughs) my mind is racing (laughs) (laughs) But we, we we can do better in Florida. That is that is a definite maybe. <laughs> and I, I don't see any reason we should have to get rid of the, the verticals entirely because if they can do a good job, by all means, do it. And, and, and just realize the fact that 
you have to put at least 40, 50, 60 just, million into it to get going. It's like and it's not that. a mom and pop. Let's get rid of the verticals. And I, I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying. We, if you want to have a vertical operation, fine. Yeah. But, um, but, and we should have the option for a horizontal. I just want to clarify yeah, the, really- this week's moment of clarity with Carlos Ramita. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Stein is not for keeping only right vertical operation I, I i don't believe in the vertical mandate yes. but i believe that i believe that verticals can exist however yeah. i would say that one of the best possible scenarios would be a hybrid between a vertical and horizontals that they are contracting with so they can have great products for people that spend a time working on just their product alone and this is what happens in in, in a lot of edibles we have if they're just making edibles they concentrate on making it the absolute best kind of like and i'm sorry i'm going to throw out one name out there wanna gummies I just can't say enough good things about the fact that they are really a good product. Now, recently the company got sold. I'm hoping it does not change the quality. But when they contract with one of our MMTCs here, that's a good thing. That's an improvement in, in, in the industry. And if you have a fantastic delivery service like Ease or one of the other ones in California, as opposed to having to wait five days for your product to come from South Florida if, on, on, on alternate Wednesdays or Thursdays, that would be difficult and better packaging people, and better processing people who don't accept skankweed to go into the oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say, I'm sorry, but I cannot put that into my oil. I'm processing it. I believe in my product, and I can't put that into that. Just... And cultivators, I can see guys cultivating the absolute best stuff out there. And then we have the other folks who are saying, well, we, we, we've got a half ton of this stuff. We've got to move it, so let's just move it. You're just trying... You've got to move it, move it. You're just trying to suck up Tiffany. Uh, no, I am not. Yeah, you are. I was talking about the gummies. I wasn't talking about Tiffany, who's our <laughs> events director. <laughs> uh, she's our treasurer. Treasurer, <laughs> whatever. Finance director. Finance director. There we go. Yeah. She's our CFO. CFO. She She's the one that makes sure all of this can happen. Absolutely. But we, we will move forward. We, we, we will find the right people to come into, into office, both statewide and federally to make this thing happen. But be aware of who you're voting for. I mean, we got about a, a, a what, six months now before the primary and about a, about uh, 11 months before the actual election or something like that. Actually, it's a year now. But we, we've got three in, in, here in the governor's race. We've got three candidates. We've got, uh, as we mentioned before, Nikki, uh, Nikki yeah, Charlie Chris, uh, the former attorney general, former head of uh, the, the uh, Secretary of Education, right, mm-hmm. and, and governor and all that, but now currently congressman, who has mentioned in a couple of different ways he can, he's concerned about veterans and uh, he also believes in uh, cannabis uh, he's legalization. Out, has didn't he's do much come of it. Come out saying that if he becomes gov- governor, he'll legalize it. Yeah, I heard that. Now, when he was in office as a governor, I don't think he did anything to get this industry started. No, nah, he made that shit worse. He. <laughs> It was he had like some crazy nickname like Crackdown Charlie or no, something Chain like Gang Charlie. Chain Gang Charlie. <laughs> in regard, that's in a regards, scary name. I in, don't in know if I trust the, him still. In regards to the punitive side, but let's let's face it. He said that he's going to legalize it, it, and Nikki Freed hasn't. I've been on t- Team Nikki Freed because she's done a great job with the hemp industry here. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, but I mean, it's I need if she's not helping out hemp. Um, I need somebody to legalize marijuana. Now, if you remember, <laughs> I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about it. it. Let's is. get into the nitty gritty, Gary, yeah, that, because that's uh, a, that's a both, of, both of which are, have ties uh, or are accused of having ties with corporate cannabis. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Chris has ties with John Morgan and, you know, which he is, used to work for his firm. It's Sir Morgan P- and Morgan. Sotera. For the people. So Tara, yeah, and you know, uh, it just so happens that one of the times that uh, Charlie was running for governor, right, he was basing his platform very closely with where John Morgan was basing uh, United for Care with. Yeah, you, you, you got to kind of bend towards the donors sometimes. Yeah, they were that, they, and, they were coming close to each not other, that ever, and that that is called cronyism. Uh, just so you know, that is it's a, a MBA term, right? Nikki. Right. <laughs> Nikki had a thing with, uh, you know, had, uh, is engaged to the former CEO of Sutera. Former, yes. He's, so he's so, now like an emeritus person. 
Yeah, he's like involved, but not really. Yeah. Not really, you know, he's got to check, yeah, but he the, doesn't have to make decisions. The guy who's actually in charge of Satura is Bo Wrigley of the Wrigley Gum fame, which is interesting because they are actually suing the, the, the uh, company that grows the, the cannabis strain called Skittles because <laughs> they make Skittles, and yet they are the owners of uh, Satura, which is a, a MMTC. So they're suing themselves? Not really. They're, they're, they're going up against theft of intellectual property as far as branding mm. is concerned because <laughs> – the kids might think that you know Skittles with a Z is just a cool way of saying Skittles with an S, so, and so they might just, <laughs> just pop those suckers and just get stoned. Well, let's get but, back on track, Gary. So, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki and Charlie both have ties to Sutera. Yeah, right. Who's the third person running for them? Uh, Tadeo. Tadeo. Yes. <laughs> who the hell is that? <laughs> Sen- Senator from South Florida who also ran as Lieutenant Governor back in 2018. A friend to cannabis or not? It's a good question. She has not come out with a statement yet. So, dang, Senator Tadeo, you're more than welcome to come on the show and give us your opinion. Uh, Congressman Christ, you're more than happy to come on the show. We'd be glad to have you and have this discussion. Nikki, you're always welcome to come on the show as well. We want to have a, this discussion. We want you guys to go ahead and have equal time to go ahead and say what you're going to say so people can have a, a greater insight into you guys because we have a choice to make. And, of course, I would want to have somebody from the GOP side to give their view. I don't know that the governor is going to come on our show. Mm. I just have that feeling. Uh, what well, gives you that feeling, Gary? Every bone in my body is tingling. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are a Republican running for governor who's not governor currently, call us up. We will get you on the show, and you can go ahead and, and give us your opinion. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think that's great. What do you think? I was just putting anti-conservative stuff all up on the screen. <laughs> um, I honestly, you spelled I, Reagan wrong. I would like, did I? <laughs> Damn it, man! Why didn't you tell me? It's too late. I didn't know till it was right there. Reagan, fuck Ronald Re- Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Reagan. I don't know that guy. <laughs> I know him, and he sucks. Um, no, I I would like to talk to. I think Nikki Freed. We got a good chance of getting her on the phone, uh, on the show, or at least on uh, the phone. Uh, no, we want her on the show. <laughs> if you can't be in town, that we, RSO we, I took at the top of the show. Is we totally will zoom you in right from now. from your uh, your home in Tallahassee. No, I think Nikki Nikki will come on the show, and I don't think she. You know, she she's been amazing, amazing when it comes to hemp. We've had this amazing market for hemp in, here in Florida. Yep. Where we we saw the whole boom happen, and now we've we've got like all the great players that are still you know chilling, still going, and we got a lot of great players here in T- Tampa going. Yeah, some of the unsuccessful and, farmers have, have kind of fallen aside. Yeah, I like the way the market is now. You know, she's done a good job with the industry here. We have some great great stuff here in Florida, and um, she showed no favoritism at all. And I think even though, you know, whoever she's in love with, she can be in love with, you know, you know, she can. Or, or she we can, can have Holly Bell come over and give us a, 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 a industry down on too. I would love to talk to Holly. I would love to talk to Holly. So, <laughs> guys, you have your homework. Call uh, us. Holly shopped at this store, yeah. to, to believe it or not. Carlos, how can those she, people contact she, you to go ahead and get on the show? She did a a secret shopper here at Chillum. I met her at one of the hemp meetings, and she, so she wasn't very secretive, was she? And she was she was like she asked me a question about hemp, right? And I forgot what it was, but she she a ba- she she had a personal issue um, with uh, uh, you know some personal relationship. Um, and she was looking for hemp for that reason. Ah, um, and, and she wasn't allowed to ask you the difference between bast and herd. And and I was I basically like I answered the question. And I was like, yeah, like if you need anything, like you know, I've I've got you. It's no big deal. And you know, trying to trying to smooth up to the person with the greatest influence here in Florida. And she was very responsible about it. And she fucking um, she she was like, no, I can't take anything like that. I'm like, well, why don't I give you a discount? And she's like, oh, I don't, I can't take it, anything because of, you know, I control the industry that you're involved in. So what you're saying is that you offered a product that was tailored to the patient's needs as opposed to just building a sale. 
Right. Isn't that an amazing process? Why can't the MMTCs do that? And, and here, here's here's what happened. She came in without the person here knowing who she was. That must have made it secret. And then, and then, <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly why I said secret earlier. Um, and then she she and then the person working here answered a bunch of her questions again. And then she purchased the product at full price, mind you. <laughs> And, and you know, used it for personal reasons, and then she texted me afterwards saying she that probably she, was compensated for that. Um, what? I would assume that she would be compensated. Who Man. works for free? Who's crazy enough to work for free? I don't know. You? You yeah. work for free? Yeah, but I'm crazy. Yeah, me. I work for free. <laughs> uh, the last six minutes of the show should just be like just us, like shooting the shit. Okay. While we're doing that. Let's get the, let's get the commercial out of the way because we at, here at Suncoast oh. Normal are working to change the rules and regulations sure. and laws to make sure. it more about patients over profits. You're always trying to work, man. You're always trying to work. Yeah, that's right. Now, and you can Never, be you can and be that's part the of the thing movement. about like working for free. Sometimes you just don't want to work. Absolutely, <laughs> because altruism has it has, has its benefits, but they're all karmic. You're like they're dude, not fiscal. You're you're like, dude. I'm trying to ask for money right now. We work really <laughs> hard for free. We do. Yeah. So you're segueing into give us your uh, treasure. Okay. Yes, we need your money, or we can't do the things that we do. And I promise you, I promise you, Gary wants to put it in his pocket. But yes. I'm not gonna let him. <laughs> I'm not gonna let him. I stopped him before. He's like, "Let me keep, let me keep that membership membership fee from." I that got person. excited for about a minute and a half there, and I was like, "No, you can't do that. That's wrong, Gary. We need to pay. We need to keep the lights on." Wait a minute. You're saying there's ethics in this industry? Yeah, we got. Wow. Know, at least in Suncoast Normal, there's ethics. I'm not saying that there anybody else in this industry is ethical, but we're ethical. We're ethical, not antithetical. I don't know what antithetical means. Look it up. It's your, but it's your homework assignment. I know that you guys should give Suncoast Normal uh, at least a membership fee because you get stuff in return. Not only do you get to say that you've contributed to the cannabis movement, but you get to get, get this maple leaf here. That's right. Yeah. We will send you that. And $25, that's just like five pumpkin lattes. And uh, you know, un unless you're white, you don't drink pumpkin lattes anyway. So give us the money. I just quit smoking cigarettes. That'd be like three packs of cigarettes. There you go. It's like three days worth of smoking cigarettes. You know, it used to be that a carton was ten bucks. If you that? smoke cigarettes, you should quit smoking cigarettes, and in three days send send the money that you would have put into cigarettes into cannabis because it helped me quit smoking. That's right. And because of the fact that Carlos quit smoking, we also are trying to get together a uh, a GoFundMe to replace all of his wallpaper that he peeled off. <laughs> because it, it, it was rough your, it was rough going there for a while does your house still have wallpaper gary i ripped it all off yes <laughs> it, it's, so it's a lot of fun what else do we got to do okay we got to tell people to follow us on social media yes follow us on social media because yeah. this podcast uh if you're watching it now we don't have to tell you where to find it because you already found it but you got you need to tell your friends that they can also see it on uh oh, is it was it tinder is it on well, uh, Pornhub? No. We got to, I mean, Gary's on Pornhub. Well, this isn't on Pornhub. But um, you can watch us live. So every every day at this time. I was given a subscription as a birthday gift. Every Sunday at this time, we, we start, we try to start at 1045, but we normally start at 11. Um, how long <laughs> have we been on? 67 minutes. Just about that. Yeah. So you can watch us live on Twitch. You can watch us live on Twitter. You can watch us live on Facebook and on YouTube. And let me, let me, and this, this is what I'm saying. I'm there's a number of things in that now membership like packet, isn't there? hard for me to like, we've moved on, Gary. Yeah. Sure, you get a membership card and a face mask and this maple leaf. Now, here's an unsolicited uh, product review. See this bee here on my hat? That's from Bovida. You familiar with Bovida? Yeah, that's what I use to keep my hemp flower fresh. Exactly yeah, right. A, a, one of those little packets of Bovita do an amazing job at keeping your terpenes solid and fresh, no matter how old this stuff gets. Gary is not paid by Bovita. He's not, and and uh, he's more than welcome. To, they are more than welcome to send me a check. They gave me a hat, but it's great. But I, I tried to pawn it, and I couldn't get any money. For if it. you want to listen to past shows of the rotation, 
It's kind of, kind of like that the Sunshine Cannabis shirts that I have at home. I tried to sell those on, on eBay. Nobody would buy them, but good enough. Salvation Army takes We're them. on SoundCloud, Google <laughs> on SoundCloud. Podcasts, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Listen on Pandora, Spotify. Hey, hey, hey love. Uh, and Sunshine Amazon Cannabis. Music. I, I, you know what? I mean, like I, like I don't really have beef with them personally. I just well, that's you're know a lot of people that are upset at them, so I steer clear. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Like I said, guys, room for improvement. Oh, We're shit. more. You, oh, you, you got an open playing field. I got field all there. that stuff right there. Look at that. Watch us. Watch the rotation live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. That's right. Download the rotation on Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iTunes. Okay, Gary. I say we end right now. Okay. Go without. Go home. Finish carving your pumpkin and make certain you don't give out any gummies to any of the neighborhood pets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This has been The Rotation, and you have been a part of it. You can be a bigger part of it by joining Suncoast Normal. Suncoast Normal is an organization that can help you make the change that we all need. Go to the Suncoast Normal website and become a member because that is how you become part of the change. You can find the Rotation Podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes, but you can always join us in the Rotation at suncoastnormal.org. At that very website, you can join the cannabis movement by becoming a member of Suncoast Normal, gain access to cannabis events, cannabis info, Normal's legal network, and even a free membership to National, all by joining Suncoast Normal. That website, again, is suncoastnorml.org. You can also find us on social media at Suncoast Normal. Uh, Find us on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you, Gary, and good night. Good night.